The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Inner Frontier with Darlene Green. As we connect to the miraculous, we find that life is transformed. Our personal choices are guided by our own inner knowing, our GPS, if you will. This path will lead to your unique divine remembering. Now, here is your guide, Darlene Green. Welcome to the Inner Frontier. I am Darlene Green, and I am delighted to be your host on this journey of conscious awareness. If you are new to your journey or a seasoned traveler on the path of awareness, you will find thoughts and conversations at the inner frontier that will support you in your next step of a beautiful, naturally unfolding process. Through these conversations, it's my intention to present a perspective that will bring a new level of awareness to your day and support you in accessing the greatest part of you. And I am so glad that you're here today. This is such a special program. Not only is this the first live program of The Inner Frontier, but I also have the honor of welcoming some very special guests. I'm delighted to welcome Marcus and Sheila Gillette, as well as the consortium of 12 archangels, collectively known as Theo. But before we get started, I'd like to share some of their background to set the stage. And this is going to take a few moments because there's a lot to speak about here, so... Here we go. Sheila and Marcus Gillette are co-authors of The Soul Truth, a guide to inner peace, and co-founders of The Theo Group, an organization dedicated to the sharing of the wisdom and teachings of the 12 archangels, collectively known as Theo, who are guiding humanity during this unprecedented shift to a higher state of consciousness. Sheila and Marcus share Theo's wisdom through public Theo experiences, television, and radio appearances worldwide. Additionally, Sheila is the author of the groundbreaking book, The Fifth Dimension, Channels to a New Reality. In 1969, Sheila Gillette nearly died from a pulmonary embolism after the birth of her third child. In the months that followed, she started to experience various types of psychic phenomenon and soon began trans-channeling. At first, a non-physical entity by the name of Orlos came through, and then Theo, began speaking through Sheila in 1975. Marcus began his spiritual journey exploring out-of-body states of consciousness as a teenager, a passionate seeker of truth and shamanic practitioner since several life-changing events 25 years ago. Marcus has studied the wisdom of indigenous cultures, Eastern philosophies, and material channeled from non-physical entities. Since 1975, Sheila's husband, Marcus, has partnered with Sheila in moderating and facilitating live Theo gatherings throughout the United States. And by the way, there are two live events that are coming up that you will not want to miss, and I will give you those specifics shortly. Marcus and Sheila host the live call-in talk show, Ask Theo Live, one of the most downloaded shows in internet radio history, where callers from around the world speak live with Theo. 
The messages of Theo are also conveyed through experiential programs and opportunities available through their website at www.asktheo.com. Co-hosted by author Marcus Gillette, this live call-in show provides an extraordinary opportunity to speak directly with the archangels. Speaking through world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette, Theo provides laser-like guidance in the areas of personal, emotional, spiritual, and professional growth. Topics also cover also covered include relationships, economics, politics, planetary changes, and how to use universal laws to manifest all of your dreams and desires. You may also receive messages from deceased loved ones and your angelic guides. You are welcome to call in today as well. The number is 866-472-5795. Ask Theo Live airs Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time on the 7th Wave Channel. The wisdom shared by Theo guides us through the most profound shift in consciousness and spiritual awakening ever before experienced on our planet. And that is why we are gathering today. So now, with delight, I welcome you to the Inner Frontier. Welcome, Sheila, and welcome, Marcus. Thank you so much for having us. It's our delight to be here. Yeah, we're very happy to be here, Darlene. Thank you for inviting us. Oh, I am, I am thrilled. There is so much to talk about. It's like when you have questions, it's like the, the, universe, is, the universe is your oyster. It's like, where do we even start? <clears throat> so I've chosen today that we start out with... Um, the title of the program today is called A Life Inspired. And so I would love to cover the topic for the first part of this program of your journey, both individually and together, as your awareness has expanded beyond a three-dimensional expression to where you are now in relationship to Theo and the millions of people that are supported and guided and inspired by your teachings. Your commitment to shifting consciousness has been paving the way for us all. And I am grateful for the visionary light that you both are, and I just am so deeply grateful. I'm just overflowing in love and grace and just beauty. So where would you like to start? Well, I'll start. Oh, right, and, yeah. Um, as you spoke <clears throat> in your, your opening, that I had a near-death experience in 1969, which was a catalyst for my opening to be a direct voice medium. And allowing spirit to speak through me, in which Orlos did, and told me for two years that they were preparing me for higher teachers to come in, that my vibrations were being adjusted to allow and to be able to accept the higher teachers. So Theo began speaking through me. Orlos was for about three years, and then Theo began speaking through me as I was doing a group session in Seattle. And I would travel and share the wisdom of Theo and the information from that point forward and mentoring many people in their own opening. And it's been a profound experience over the last four decades of working with 12 archangels in the process and expansion of my own personal growth and met tens of thousands of other people who have engaged with Theo in their teachings. Oh my Marcus. goodness. Did you ever have any, any idea when you, were, um, when you were growing up that there was a, a higher level of sensitivity that you possessed? Well, you know, I believe we all are psychic. We all have intuitive gifts. We all have gifts. Mm -hmm. um, 
but the expression of my particular intuitive gifts, I would have prophetic dreams, and there were things that went on in childhood that I just assumed everybody did, and I think everybody does to some degree. However, after my near-death experience, the profound process that I went through with automatic writing and then clear audience hearing messages and then trancing spontaneously in the direct voice coming through and many other phenomenal things that went on during that period of time that I couldn't possibly have experienced to that degree before. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew in that time I had made a commitment to God in the intensive care room, just give me a job, please, because my family was being prepared for my imminent death that day. Mm-hmm. And I had a miraculous healing while in intensive care. And then months, a few months later, I was having all this phenomena happening to me internally and externally. But I knew that that was my commitment, which has made me steadfast on this path as, as a way shower, as a teacher, as a facilitator for others, as they told me I would be. Mm-hmm. That's, um, <clears throat> that is a profound experience, particularly in, in 1969, when the energetics of the, of the collective were so much different. What did you, when, when the psychic phenomenon started to occur, what, what did you do with that shift well, in your reality? It was quite interesting, and, and it kind of scared me at first, but then I still had that core knowing that we all have where there's a no doubtedness Mm -hmm. that this was part of the process of the job I'd asked for now had I been given a roster of positions that were available (laughs) I don't know that I would have chosen this because it was challenging at that time there weren't people that I could talk to about this however spirit brought people to me the scientists that I worked with in 1976 that you know when they tested me for my psychic ability, and then they all had private sessions with me, which were quite profound, and in, which was really great for me because it gave me kind of the good housekeeping seal of approval. You're not a crazy person, you're psychic. But mm-hmm. back in those days, I didn't go into social situations and say, guess what I can do? Because it was, you know, there were pockets of people that were researching and opening and experiencing their own experiences, but they didn't speak about it openly. And there weren't books like there is there are today uh, with personal growth and how to channel and, how, you know, how to open to your psychic gifts and all. Those things were not available mm-hmm. then. There were, there were a couple of books that I was directed to one was an Edgar Cayce book and another one that was a Ruth Montgomery book. And it spoke about what was happening to me because my opening was very much like Edgar Cayce's. So when I was directed there, it certainly gave me some insight of what was happening to me. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Um, what was it like? Um, what was it like as you continued on in your process? I mean, you... Well, I had so many confirmations daily being given me. 
as, as spirit would speak to me. And they were things I couldn't possibly have known. When in automatic writing, I caught 15th century Castilian Spanish. Oh, my. I would get a, a paragraph in Spanish, and then I'd get a paragraph in English. And, and I didn't know 15th century Castilian Spanish. In fact, I knew it was Spanish, but I didn't know it was 15th century either until I found a professor at a local college that translated it for me. And what I found in the translation is spirit was translating it for me. They'd first give it in the Spanish, and they then the next paragraph was the translation. But I didn't know that until I found somebody to translate it for me. And what was interesting is I have a very analytical mind. I want to figure it out. How is this happening, and why is this happening, and all those things that that most of us would do. So... Spirit was giving me things to know that it wasn't coming from me, that it was coming through me, but not of me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had many, many confirmations that were going on early on of, of things that were happening out of information about Watergate two years before it happened. Wow, that, that's just extraordinary. Now, it brings me to the, the thought that, isn't that in, incredible that when, that as new parts of our expression begin to open up, we're also given by spirit the tools to be able to um, begin to understand it. The fact that you were able to have the scientific proof around you at that time, and particularly coming from a linear um, understanding of your world at that time, how, how, what a gift that was. It was very much a gift, but I, wow. I was given gifts like that continuously that gave me a lot of support, even though I didn't have pe- people in my world that understood it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, things were coming to me, were brought, being drawn to me so that I could trust and support what was going on. You know, what a beautiful unfolding um, process that is. And then look where it where, where you are now, and it continues to unfold because there is no such thing as staying still. We continually evolve. That's correct. Yeah. Mm. So, Marcus, a little bit, of, little bit about, about your story. You started um, as a teenager having some experiences. I did, yeah. I, I uh, began having out-of-body experiences. I probably was, I don't know, 13 or 14 years old. And I remember being completely frightened to death. <laughs> I just scared, uh, scared out of my wits because I, I grew up in a in a uh, Catholic uh, upbringing, uh, of which, you know, evil and the devil and all that was a big part of our belief system at that time. And I've since uh, long ago shed that belief, but it it was difficult because I didn't, I had no uh, knowledge or understanding of what was going on. Excuse excuse me, Marcus, just one moment. I just wanted to let you know we have a few moments here until break. And so I just wanted to get in a little bit of information and then we'll need to go to a break. And I want to come back and listen to more about, more about your story. But first, before we go to break, I wanted to remind the listeners of the opportunities to the two live events that are scheduled with, um, with, uh, Theo Live, first of all, in Phoenix, Arizona, on Saturday, February 27th, from 1.30 to 5 p.m. at the New Vision Center for Spiritual Living. And then there's also a second Theo Live event in Manhattan Beach, California, on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Manhattan Beach Marriott. To register, go to asktheo.com. The call-in number to ask questions today of Sheila and Marcus Gillette, as well as Theo, is 866 866- 
472-5795. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier, and we'll take a short break. Stay tuned. There's so much more ahead with Sheila and Marcus Gillette and Theo. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivineremembering.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at thedivineremembering.com. Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. Welcome back to The Inner Frontier. Today, we welcome special guests with us on the path of awakening consciousness. Sheila Gillette, Marcus Gillette, and Theo are with us today. The title of today's program is A Life Inspired. As both Sheila and Marcus have inspired millions with their work with Theo, so there is also the experience of being inspired, and that is coming from the place in our life where we're informed by inspiration instead of habits and patterns that we've developed. And just before we went to break, we were talking with Marcus about his process and how it is that he has been able to move his experiences early on into into the journey that he is on at this point. So go ahead. Well, yeah, I think where we uh, to pick it up, I you know basically um, after these experiences began to happen, um, I kind of just shut it down at that age, and I I went for you know probably into my early thirties really, and then um, you know I had some life experiences and some some dramatic changes in my life and that and I kind of started my path about it was, it's been about 25 years now um, you know as, as as many people do darling you know when they they get on a spiritual path they start the old paradigms the old beliefs just aren't working anymore and you're you know something uh, you know more expansive is waiting and you're just not quite sure what it is and I I just basically decided to 
start to pursue my spiritual path. I wasn't, it wasn't even a decision, really. It was just an impulse and, and a, no, a no-doubtedness that this was the right way to go. And, and I just started you know, trying to get answers to all the questions that people who are seeking truth um, typically seek out. And that would be, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going to go when I die? I mean, you know, wh- who are we really? You know, that was kind of my, my, my quest. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, it, and it's been quite a journey ever since then, leading, leading me in 1995 to be given a book called The Fifth Dimension, Channels to a New Reality. And I, I, the picture on the back of the book was this beautiful white-haired woman. And, and mm-hmm. uh, when she came to town, as my wife, and when she came to town mm-hmm. uh, two years later, I had a chance to meet her and, and uh, socially before she did a speaking engagement. Uh, and then I arranged to, to have a private session with her and Theo, and my life completely changed. And uh, little did I know at the time that we met that uh, my life purpose, which at the time was uh, I was exploring uh, the possibility of establishing a Monroe Institute branch in Sedona or Phoenix, Arizona, because I'd just gotten back from spending a week there. As part of my journey, I was I was there studying multidimensional, uh, you know, non uh, uh, multidimensional experiences and non um, physical realities, and so I I met Sheila about two months after I got back from from the Monroe Institute, and I actually had been initiating the conversation with them to to go into business with them, and then of course I met Sheila, and and my whole life completely changed. We were married uh, about a year later, and. Um, we, uh, uh, you know, again, just a real no doubtedness as, as to our souls coming together in this lifetime and, and uh, at the perfect time to work together and to share Theo's teachings with humanity. And that's what we've been doing for the last 19 years now. Well, it's really clear that the, that the, that your connection was just destined from the very beginning. Indeed. That, that, I mean, it's like you are a, a powerful, um, a powerful expression of the divine and of this shift in consciousness that we find ourselves in and it's just really extraordinary and what what an incredible gift that that you bring by following your inspiration and by following your journey well yeah thank you and, you know we we uh, the, the coolest thing about being together in a in a soul centered relationship or a soul based relationship like this it, you know we're so spiritually connected and is that we uh, you know we've had the opportunity we continue today to have to create opportunities where we can, you know, have these extraordinary experiences simultaneously, um, you know, collapses of time and space, past life recalls, and so on, mm-hmm. uh, which really kind of spices up the relationship a little bit, because you <laughs> never know what's going to happen any given day. And, well, uh, everybody has the capability, of, by the way, of having these experiences, uh, both, uh, you know, uh, by themselves, of course, but also uh, with, uh, with people that they're, they're very soulfully connected to, and it just makes life heck of a lot more fun, I think. Well, it's pretty extraordinary. It's as, as if the palette of the three of the three dimensional living isn't enough. Once right. you move into the exponential growth of a fifth dimensional reality, it's pretty. It's pretty extraordinary. Never yeah, a dull well, moment. Uh, well put. Well put. Completely <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. you know, at this moment, I was wondering, Sheila, if if it would, if uh, Theo would be would be interested in coming through. Would that be something that would work for you? Yes, yes, I would be happy to invite them to speak. So it takes just a few seconds and they'll Certainly. be present. Certainly, thank you. It is the beginning, is it not? Uh, it is. It's welcome, Theo. We are appreciative of the opportunity to be of service unto you. You may ask. Oh, thank you, Theo, for being present. And I am just um, honored by the opportunity to be able to 
um, create an, an oppor- another an opportunity here for the wisdom that you have t- for us. The first question that I have is about enlightenment. We have many, you know, conversations around around enlightenment and choosing that as a goal. But really, what is enlightenment, and what does that mean? It's a recognition of the divinity and the master that you are, a lightness of being, feeling comfortable in your skin, being at peace within, no matter what situations and circumstances are occurring in life, for there will always be those opportunities of growth. But how you view them will change. From the perspective of life living you, you will be living life. Mm. Do you see? I do see. I, it feels as though that's a um, a really expansive perspective. Then that as we embrace our divinity, we move to a uh, the expansive expression of ourselves. Yes, if you could understand how large your soul is, the spark of God within you, the in its likeness that is much larger than you can even imagine. Mm -hmm. You are not limited by your physical existence. You are much greater than your body. It is the vehicle for the incarnation which you have chosen. However, coming in alignment and a recognition of that, it allows you to be the creator that you are and to live the life you desire. And is there also the opportunity then as we embrace the divinity that we are to be able to connect at a very deep level with who it is that we are from our divine design yes and be able to bring that to the forefront that is true and as you recognize the aspects of self that have limiting beliefs that are the resistors to that full expression of who you are, as you engage with them, have those revelational moments of where beliefs of limitation began, you can rewrite the script and come into that wholeness, that awareness of the divinity and the masterhood. And that I see that really as being one of the gifts of being of choosing to be incarnated right now is by having the opportunity to to rework as it were to re-choose from a powerful more powerful place the the beliefs and the values that we have held as limiting yes knowing that situations and circumstances and conditions do not define you Whatever ever has gone before were only opportunities of expansion and awareness and has come to bless you, mm-hmm. not to mm, victimize you. So if one could shift the perspective of that, which we would engage them in shifting their mind, mm-hmm. changing the neural pathways of the mind from fear to creativity, from the default of fear, fright, and flight to expression, experience, expansion. 
Now, is that really the kind of the essence of the shift in consciousness? When we talk about the shift in consciousness, is it, it feels as though we're shifting from a, a space of victimization, a space of, a space of separation, to, to the space of unity. That's correct. A common unity, a community of humankind. You are one mm-hmm. species on this planet bringing about the awareness that each and every one of you, wherever you are in the world, desires the same thing, a life well lived. So as there is this integration into the awareness of who you are, not limited in a physical body, but much more expansive than that, that which breathes you Mm -hmm. is the divinity that we speak about. Mm -hmm. And when one fully expresses that, on the planet, there is peace within and peace without. Hmm. I have had that experience of, of moments of being breathed by the divine, and it is, that is a profound experience. And so it's like knowing that that is there and a possibility. It's like it continues to move me forward in what else and how else can we bring a larger perspective to living in this physical world. It is recognizing that there are limiting beliefs that can be changed. Mm -hmm. Beliefs can be changed. They are not written in stone. They've been adopted or created for survival's sake in a period of time of challenge. Mm -hmm. But that can change. For where you are now and where you were then is quite different. Mm And there's greater wisdom and ability to communicate on the inner planes with those aspects of self and bring them home, as it were. Shift the not enoughness, not worthy beliefs into the recognition of the empowered being that you are, not from an egocentric point of view, but a self-aware, a soul-centered awareness, Mm -hmm. which has humility with it, not arrogance. Mm -hmm. When we move from that space of, of, um, of separation to, to unity, it feels as though we are transitioning. We are, we are really reflecting that transition of, of consciousness. And I see the gifts that were inherent in those those beliefs of victimization, those beliefs of separation. And so as we move to the, the experience of a unity consciousness, that there's not really a, a denying anymore or a I'm going to get rid of this belief, but more of a moving those limiting beliefs into that sense of whole, moving it back into the oneness. Yes. For they have served you. Mm-hmm. That is not the enemy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And as you integrate all of that within you, that is all a part of you, then that wholeness or holiness emerges. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what becomes present in that holiness is everything. Yes. The possibility is everything. How is it that we can each connect to our deepest inspiration? 
Each and every one has a gift, unique only to them, just as that keynote of their soul is unique to them. Mm-hmm. There are fingerprints. There is a gift within each and every one of you to be shared in the world. And you have connectivity to guidance, to angelic presence, to mentors, to the higher self. Allowing that to be present, to invite that, you move forward in the quantum field, the energetic field of the universe, and all things are possible. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm just, I'm just in the space of, of the, the energetics of, of what it is that you're communicating, and I'm just feeling this beautiful space of, um, of expansion and beauty and, and knowing again. So I just wanted to communicate that. Thank you. And I wanted to I have another question here about our divine nature. That it's often really easy to, in this, in this culture at this time, it's easy to say that some people are connected and, and some are not. And you were mentioning that we all have our, our gifts and we all have our guidance, but um, how is it that we can connect deeply with, with our divine nature? First, you must believe it. Mm. But the resistance is a lack of belief that it's possible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are situations, circumstances that arise in life that will draw one into the greater questioning and a desire for connectivity. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes. Yes. And most often those are highly charged, challenging moments, mm-hmm. which one then becomes triggered emotionally, reactively. So that is letting you know that there is a fragment within you that is trying to stay safe, is reactive from old patterns, and that is a time you can address and connect with that part of self that is limiting you. Soothe it, comfort it, love it. It's all about loving. Mm -hmm. And then changing, rewriting the script of whatever the belief of not enough is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's interesting that almost a reflexive um, action to being in those most difficult times of of life are really to more to shut down, to move into a space of safety when really that is the perfect opportunity to be able to explore the gifts that are present that are inherent within that situation. Yes. If all could understand each thing that occurs or happens in life is there to bless you. Mm. There is a blessing in each event, condition, situation, or circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so if one can believe you are not a victim, you're a volunteer, you have chosen to incarnate, to experience the human experience. And once moving through those old paradigms and beliefs, 
of limitation, one opens to the world of possibility and the recognition that you are a powerful creator. Mm -hmm. You create the life you wish to live. You've been creating it the other way. You can change that. Mm -hmm. hmm. Marcus, I, was, I know that you're here listening as well, and I wanted to invite you in also for any, any questions that you may have or any comments as well. Because yeah, I know I, that a lot of your work is based around um, this shifting of belief systems. Yeah, I, I think, Theo, that uh, if you could speak to us a little bit more about the rewiring of the neural pathways that takes place when we shift from a negative thought into a positive thought. And, and, and the second part of that question is, how can we, re how can we remain consistently on, the, on that frequency of positivity, uh, you know, moving us in the direction of the dream, the de desire, the goal that we're, that we're seeking to achieve? You're living from it rather than to it. You're becoming what you desire in that process. And what is important is the recognition that your brain, your mind can change. You can lay new narrow pathways. The, what is called reptilian brain or the first cortex of the brain as the humans were developed is in the back. Pardon me, pardon me, Theo. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, and we will be coming back. I do need to be taking a break in just a moment, and I want to be coming back to have the conversation around the reptilian brain and how it is that we can shift our belief systems. And I wanted to confirm that there are two Theo Live events, one in Phoenix, Arizona, Saturday, February 27th, from 1.30 to 5 p.m., and then on Saturday, March 5th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Manhattan Beach Marriott. To register, go to asktheo.com. This is Darlene Green with The Inner Frontier, and we'll be taking a short break. We'll be right back. The Seventh Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivinerememberingcom This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You 
are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at thedivinerememberingcom Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. Welcome back to The Inner Frontier, and today we are so fortunate to have as guests Sheila Gillette, Marcus Gillette, and Theo. Our conversation today is about conscious awareness and being inspired to f- and being inspired to find the next steps to living your soul's vision. And so just before break, um, Theo, who is present with us now, um, was speaking about uh, about habit patterns and how it is that we can shift um, shift our, our thinking to a more enlightened space. So thank you, Theo. I'm sorry to have interrupted you a little bit earlier. As we are speaking about the brain, there is the, the back cortex or that area that is called the reptilian brain, the first part of the brain that was developed, that in that is the default system of fright and flight and survival. Then we're engaging now in the frontal cortex that is the memory It is that which is creative, visionary, intuitive. And so in changing your mind, changing your beliefs, you lay new neural pathways that disconnect from the old pattern, the old default of fear, Mm -hmm. as you connect the new positive thoughts, those Times when you're thinking a negative or fearful, think of something good that has been created in your life or you wish to create. Turn to what is to come, creation, positivity. And soon those beliefs or those pathways that have connected the fear will become disconnected for no energy is being given them, no electricity, and the new pathways of positive, creative thought then become the norm, Mm -hmm. the ordinary. You're making the extraordinary the ordinary in that process, and the brain is always growing is always laying new pathways. So if you are creative and positive in your new thought and disconnecting from the fear thoughts, then your new default system will be to the positive and creative. Mm-hmm. What well, it, it reminds me then of the, of the power and the importance of staying in the present moment, how we have such a, an incredible default pattern way of thinking that has us either be in the past and ruminating over the past and recreating the past and then um, or looking forward and really not being present in the moment but what this process of transformation requires of us is what I'm hearing you say also is that we must be immaculately present in the process. Yes, being in perfect presence that is truly living your life isn't it? It is. For if you're too far into the future, many go into fear, for they don't know what's going to happen in the what-ifs. 
And if they are thinking only in the past, they're ruminating on the past or the victimization that could have occurred. So being fully present in the moment of creation is in the now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is why we invite a relinquishing of the old way of thinking and the old way of perceiving and how you do that is to integrate that, be aware of where it began, that aha moment of now I understand. And then these new thoughts, a new script is written. Hmm. Hmm. So we're always releasing what we thought we knew. You're releasing the old and bringing forth the new, Mm -hmm. new life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. Marcus, and so this is, as I understand the work that you are doing with Sheila and with Theo, that it is based around this this work of reprogramming. It, it is, and, and and Theo, I would like I'd like to ask you to share with us just a little bit more of, of how, when we begin to embrace your teachings, the principles of soul integration, how does our life shift? What happens? What's the the expression? In our in our human experience, as we embrace this these principles that you're that you're speaking about, how you react to life, how you react to situations, circumstances, and conditions will change from the reactivity of fear to the awareness of the empowered being that you are and the creator that you are of the life you wish to live. There's a dramatic shift that begins to happen that you work in that field of possibility rather than in the field of third-dimensional reality. You move through an invisible barrier in that possibility to utilizing the quantum field, the energy universally of creation by thoughts, words, deeds, and decisions. Yeah, and that was my next question was going to be on the power of decision. Speak to the people, Theo, please, that are listening to this right now, and there's areas of their life that they know they want to up-level. There's things they know they want to create. There's dreams that they have that are unexpressed because they just haven't gotten started, and or they've gotten started and they've been derailed, or they've stopped, or conditions and circumstances may appear that get them off of their path. And I'd like you to speak to how we can eliminate any limiting beliefs around conditions and circumstances by simply making a decision. I'd like for you to talk about the power of decision, what happens energetically when someone has the courage to finally make a decision. Each and every one has evidence in their lives of a no-doubtedness, of a decision being made where there was not an idea of how something would happen, but a no-doubt that it must be so, making it a must. In that moment... In that moment, there is an energy that is released when a decision is made that the quantum field aligns with to bring it to fruition. People, places, things, resources. Once one has decided, this is what I am doing, I will do, not an affirmation of maybe someday, or the good thoughts of I would like a relationship someday, there's no energy in that. When one 
makes a decision, I will have a new job, I will, by a certain time as well, a time frame, I will have the relationship, then in that decision, stay steadfast and the universe aligns to bring it about. You don't have to know how. Many become bogged down in how is it going to happen. You don't have to know. Just make it welcome. And how do we make it welcome, Theo? By releasing the beliefs that you're not enough, that you're not worthy of it. Knowing the divinity that you are is a miraculous, magnificent being that deserves all the goodness that one wants in life, whatever that is. For each and every one, it may be different, you see. However, whatever you want, the magnificence in you deserves to have it. It's all about just believing that, isn't it, Theo? The only barrier to it is a lack of belief. Yeah. Hmm. So we're really shifting from living a life of circumstance to moving beyond that to as we own our divinity, then we are able to create from a whole new perspective and everything becomes possible. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. I know at, uh, at this point in time, uh, at this time of evolution, that there is also, we have extraordinary help that's available for, for us as we are living in our, in our um, transitional reality at this point in time. So could you talk a little bit more about, um, also about the, the support that's available to us at this, at this time to be able to make these changes in our life? Yes, there's great support. There's mentors, guides, as you would call them, angelic presences that are there to assist you along the path. And they are always available. And in the asking, it can be given. But they're just waiting to be invited. So as we, in whether in, in prayer, in however it is that we choose to do that, as we ask for this divine guidance to be present with us, then um, at the same time, really we're, we are also expressing that larger part of who it is that we are. There's a making and welcoming mm-hmm. the possibility, the openness, the invitation, not to be afraid of it. It is there just to be support, mm-hmm. you see. I do, I do. And so, um, Theo, at this, at this point in time, we're about three minutes away here today, and I want to thank you so much for being here. It has been an honor to be able to, um, to be able to have you here and to be able to connect with you, and I thank you so much. We're appreciative of the opportunity to serve. God's love unto you. Unto you, Theo. And to you. Thank you. Sheila, thank you. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. It's delightful to be here. (laughs) Do you gain the information that is that is shared or I'm aware it's happening. I don't it's not a total recall of everything that's said. Wow. 
What a beautiful gift. And um, thank you so much for allowing that to be present with us today. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Oh, my goodness. And so do you have any other, any other words in, in, uh, in closing here, too? Marcus and Sheila, I know we have just a, a few more minutes left. Well, we just want to invite everybody to participate with us, uh, Darlene. We're very appreciative of being on uh, your show, being able to share Theo with you. And, you know, we're, Theo is their teachings, the principles they're teaching us are transforming lives. And we want to invite anybody who's in the Phoenix area or wants to come to Phoenix this Saturday, two days from now on the 27th, uh, from 1.30 to, to 5, we'll be at the New Vision Center for Spiritual Living in Phoenix. And then uh, next uh, Saturday, March 5th, from 10 to 5 in Los Angeles, California, we're going to be in Manhattan Beach Marriott, uh, for a full day with Theo. And the thing that we uh, love more than anything is to be able to share Theo's teachings both in a live event like we are and also uh, we have many more coming up this year around the country and also in the live uh, online uh, mentoring programs that we do, interactive video mentoring programs that we do with Theo as well. And um, we have one coming up on March 8th where people can take a deep dive into what we just talked about, what we just scratched the surface discussing today with Theo. All of this is at our website, uh, and it's on uh, SCO.com. People can come and, and hang out there and see, uh, see if there's anything that we provide that might resonate uh, with them and perhaps have a positive effect on their lives. And uh, we're just, Sheila and I are just really grateful to be able to do this work and share Theo. Uh, it's amazing. Well, I'd like to thank you so much. And um, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. What a beautiful gift. Your journey is inspiring. And thank you for inspiring me and the millions of people that you've already shared these teachings with. I'm grateful for you both expressing who you are at your deepest expression. And to our listening audience, I want to thank you for tuning in today. And tune in next week for more of The Inner Frontier. This is your host, Darlene Green. Be the masterpiece you are. Thank you for tuning in to The Inner Frontier. Please join Darlene Green again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We look forward to talking again next week.